Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? I am good, thank you. How about yourself? Well, last week it was technical difficulties that put you in a bad mood. This week, I guess it's my turn <laughs> because I'm now yeah. living in a in a post-audition world and, and I'm not liking it so far. I'm not liking it. It's going to take a while to get used to. And uh, It's tough here on the mean streets of uh, free audio software. <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. And, you know, sometimes I kid myself into thinking this is a pretty decent little enterprise here, the Park Crush podcast. Maybe we punch above our weight a little bit. But all that has kind of been washed away now by the fact that here I am recording a podcast on the Voice Memos app. (laughs) The (laughs) The most amateurish thing I could possibly be doing. I mean, this is like writing a blog with a pen and paper. Have we uh, checked that you can get the audio out of voice memos? I, I haven't, actually, but I damn well hope so, that's for sure. I'm pretty oh, sure we can, actually, yes, because I shouldn't poo-poo it entirely. We have used voice memos for a podcast before. The Jungle Cruise Instant Reaction Drive Time Special was recorded on voice memos on oh, my phone. So the only difference is that I'm using voice memos on a computer. But it should be able to spit out the file in the same way. Then I just have to find something to edit the whole, edit the whole show together. You know, I, I'm going to cross that bridge when I come to it, which will be <laughs> late on Sunday night when I forget, <laughs> and I'm like, "Crap! Oh no!" Yeah. Back to the days on, and you're like, "I'm sure there was something I meant to do." Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Maybe what I'll do is, you know, I'll do one of these Twitter Spaces that have become all the rage. And I'll just ask our Twitter followers for help. You know, I, I desperately need some audio software to edit the podcast. Somebody help me out. Give me some suggestions. I'm sure Disney are in the audio software market. I mean, they're in every other market. And there's probably a Disney branded podcast tool out there that I could use. It's included yeah. in one of the Genie Plus tiers. That sounds like a thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you just it just allows you to record a podcast with loads of different Disney voice filters over the top. So you can do a podcast as like <laughs> Cap- Captain Hook or Sully or I guess at this point Darth Vader or oh. uh, I don't know who else. Uh, ben Affleck in The Last Duel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Di- <laughs> Disney's The so, Last Duel. I- <laughs> I just, but the thing is, we, obviously, we get all the Fox stuff on Disney Plus now, or what was Fox, uh, and so you get all the Disney Plus adverts over here with like rather adult themed shows. You know, this yeah. doesn't feel right with a Disney Plus logo at the end. No, it's particularly weird when you go and see a horror film in the cinema. There's almost always the last few horror films I've seen in the cinema. So like last night in Soho. Candyman, uh, there was something else earlier in the year. There there have consistently been Disney Plus adverts before those films for stuff like The Walking Dead 
Uh, and it's like you say, it's just very strange and doesn't feel right at all. But it's the world we live in now. Yes, absolutely. Ooh, all going to be owned by one of about five companies. So, you know, get yes, used to like it. All the food is owned by like PepsiCo or or uh, Nestle. And then everything else is like Disney or one of the tech companies. And that's it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, but, oh, well, I was feeling all right up until this... Uh, this mess with the audio side of things. I was feeling pretty good. I've had my first mince pie of the season and I had told myself oh. I would wait until I think uh, next Wednesday, which I think is the 1st of December. That's when we're planning to put the tree up. And I thought, you know, I'd save the mince pies uh, for then or any sort of Christmas treat, in fact. But my mum had a moment of weakness today and bought some <laughs> mince pies because... And this just sums up what's wrong with society, in my view... But there were mince pies on offer in, uh, in in what is typically seen as a fairly high-class supermarket. They were available for something like 92p, like a box of eight mince pies or something, Blimey. because they were reduced to clear because they go out of date today. Oh, so there's been it. mince pies. It, 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 we, I don't want to live in a world where mince pies can go out of date on the 26th of November. They shouldn't be on sale yet, Josh, let alone yeah. going out of date. If if the uh, at, like best before date isn't the twenty fifth of December, I don't want it. No, absolutely not. Right. Yeah, um, I've I've already had some as well. I have to admit, uh, probably uh, a good couple of weeks ago now, my mum uh, bought some that are free from various things because uh, of various intolerances that we now have in our house. Um, right. I'm intolerant to intolerances, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, but these are pretty good, actually. Uh, they're pretty good. I, I'm Talking finding about, uh, the, the UK as a whole is increasingly intolerant of many things. So <laughs> your house is not alone. Yeah. Uh, Talking about things that are free from stuff. Uh, this is not a sponsor, but uh, obviously we, we have hyped Ben and Jerry's on the show before, uh, who aren't a sponsor. Uh, I tried a British company called Jude's Ice Cream this week uh, because oh, yeah. they are a carbon negative company these days. I've had Jude's before. Mm. Kind of a cool thing to get behind. So I bought a load of vegan ice cream from them, uh, came via uh, carbon negative delivery. Um, pretty good, certainly for vegan ice cream. I was very pleased. Uh, not a sponsor. No, but, you know, at this point, because I would love if someone wants to chuck us 20 quid a month so that I can use audition again, yeah. then we Give would love a sponsor. Money. Give us audition money. You know, this is the thing, right? I would never have even dreamed, mainly because no one would want to pay for this anyway. But even yeah. if there was some weirdos out there who were like, oh, we'll chuck you a few quid a month. I couldn't do it in good conscience because this is a, certainly over the last year or so since we moved podcast platform, this has basically been a, a free show so far you know it costs time but it costs no money we don't pay for hosting fees we weren't paying for any software that we used i guess you could argue but, that we bought these microphones kind of with the podcast in mind but whatever the, the the email address we sometimes get emailed on costs me money oh does it oh okay yeah so in t but in terms of like a regular cost that is purely dedicated yeah. to the podcast because the mic gets used for other, other stuff uh, yes 
this is this was until you know my free audition went away this was a podcast with no no budget you know no no purchasing going on but at this point may, maybe i could now say oh okay you know we get we get a bit of money in a month from the fans i can i can say this will go towards audition very specifically yeah. make the whole thing or, easier on me each week to edit the show you know if anyone from Jude's is listening give us 250 quid a year and uh yeah there you go we're happy cheapest uh advertising you'll ever get i would say so yeah the park rush podcast brought to you by Jude's we can photoshop some Jude's ice creams into the logo uh, you know we can be eating ice cream on the roller coaster on our logo we're shameless we'll 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 put you we'll put you everywhere we'll, yeah, we should reach I'll, out I'll sneak some ice cream onto a roller coaster for a video i'll do it start start tweeting them tweet them josh they, they'll come okay, around I'll eventually we'll put their yeah. adverts at the start of your vlogs the latest installment of which went up this week so do go and watch that if, if you haven't already speaking of ice cream josh does have ice cream for breakfast i think i think it's off camera the ice cream for breakfast but yeah the ice I cream think... is off bre- it's off camera but yes yeah uh, there there are plenty of other sort of inappropriate breakfast items that are on camera so yeah. don't feel like you're missing out there just because there's no ice cream on camera there are cookies and brownies and chicken nuggets <laughs> various other things it's, that i've never had for breakfast let alone on the same a, plate it's a very uh beige breakfast i would say other than the brownies yeah absolutely yes <laughs> yeah the one thing that is uh Mixing up the colour palette of the breakfast are the brownies, which uh, is probably not a great situation to be in. But hey-ho, hey-ho. I tell you what a great situation is to be in. Uh, That is with a bunch of D23 announcements to talk about. That is a great situation to be in because it has been a a bit of a slow news agenda the past few weeks. But we've got some stuff. Destination D23 went ahead wasn't like a ton of stuff uh, certainly not in terms of new announcements there were a lot of welcome updates on some projects that people have been waiting for for a long time uh, but a decent amount to get our teeth into here so uh, let's just crack on i guess josh yeah absolutely so josh tomorrow was the guy kicking this all off there was of course no sign of bob chapek uh he there was some speculation about why he might not turn up maybe he would wouldn't want to put himself through a potentially hostile reception from the the disney fans but sorry what did you say he was doing instead what was the official excuse for why he wasn't at d23 uh he had a scheduling conflict uh he uh, <laughs> unfortunately uh, had to go to the private farewell dinner for former disney ceo bob Iger. Bob Iger, still leaving yeah. after all this time. Still leaving. The proper farewell victory tour he's doing. Uh, How yeah, he... he, he, he Chapek cited his new role as CEO and the demands of the position as to why he's unable to make it, but um, I didn't realise uh, the demands were sucking up to the former CEO. No. What's going to go on longer, Bob Iger's farewell tour or the Disney World 50th anniversary celebrations? Are they both oh, going to the, take about 18 months? The Tron months? construction. Oh, the tr- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah. it's pretty crazy. But Bob Iger, if there's anything I've gleaned from the various documentaries on Disney Plus and 
I haven't read his book, but some of what I've heard from it, he does seem like a man who does rather love himself. Which no, <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm just putting it out there. It's a it's a bold statement, a controversial view, but this very very rich CEO who has led one of the biggest, uh, most profitable, uh, most enormous entertainment companies in history. Yeah, I, I get the sense that he does have a bit of an ego. Imagine if he uh, tried to change the name of uh, Disney World. Oh, can uh, you imagine? Bob, Bob Iger I- World. Bob Iger World. Ah, oh, can you imagine? I don't want to. I don't want to live. Uh, as much as I don't want to live in a world where you can have mince pies going out of date in November, I don't want to live in a world where there's a theme park dedicated to Bob Iger. I would find that incredibly yeah. bizarre. Um, anyway, perhaps <laughs> uh, Igerland. Igerland. No, no, I refuse. Let's move on. Iger Plus. No, and no, no. No. Right. Yeah. So it was Josh Damaro. He was leading the way at D23. You know, talked a little bit at the start about some shows that were coming back. All very welcome. Phantasmic being the main thing that has still been gone. And, you know, we were planning to go to Phantasmic and have dinner at Hollywood Studios for my sister's uh, 24th birthday. And at this point, maybe we'll be able to do it for a 26th. That is if uh, Fantasmic is back by April and also whether our trip can go ahead given that there's a new variant. Oh boy. Oh boy indeed. Just really boring you... name though, I'm disappointed. Just... What's the name? Has it got a name? Uh, it's just like um, generic scientific genome name. Oh, I see. I, I I think, I wonder, have they given it a, like an alpha, beta, you know, delta name? It's yet this one is b.1.1.529 at the moment oh no 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 it's got a name oh is it's it it's got a name yeah it's been given a greek name once again oh. omicron omicron I, I might be butchering the pronunciation of that that is a that's a solid name i'm, it's I'm a good name fully behind that name i'm pretty sure he's a metal gear solid villain actually so <laughs> you know that I is a scary sounding virus I was disappointed, you know, when they stopped uh, naming the virus variants after the locations, like you know, the Kent variant, obviously. Mm. Um, I was looking for some uh, obscure place names to be the names of the variants, but no. Um, Omicron's good, though, I like that. Yeah, Omicron's good. I think that's definitely the best variant name that we've had so far. Very, very cool. Uh, I would happily die to Omicron. If I'm going to go... Omicron can have. I kind of wish if I can have Omicron on my death certificate, please. Not COVID. Put Omicron down. Omicron, please. Uh, I kind of wish uh, they used like the same system as they use for storms, so they're just alternating male female names. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've been done in by the Betty variant. Damn. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, oh, yeah. What we next? Pies Pies next. next You can't get done by the pie variant. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to keep a straight face talking about that if I was. I just would have endless sympathy for all the newsreaders around the world having to talk about the deadly pie variant. We can't. can't, Who ate all the pie? Who ate all the pie? We can't. We cannot force that upon uh, the newsreaders of the world. 
I'm sorry. Someone will someone will break down. What was the what was the C one then? Did we have a C? I don't recall the C one. There's no C in Greek. Oh, okay, that makes sense. There we go. I've just exposed yeah. myself as being incredibly uncultured. Uh, don't worry, Tom. I've, there's a thing I've been coming, watching a lot on TikTok. There's someone on TikTok who is saying that the uh, Romans, the Roman Empire, didn't exist. It was all a thing made up by the Spanish Inquisition, and the Latin language is actually Greek, which um, doesn't make any sense. But there you go. Mm, well, you know. So I'm kind of in the depths of uh, Latin and Greek symbols. Must be true. Must be true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, some shows coming back, which is all very welcome. Phantasmic, the Festival of Fantasy, the World of Colour as well. So that's all good news for people that like uh, like themselves a Disney theme park show. And there was a point during 2020 and early 2021, I can't deny where I was pretty skeptical about a lot of these shows coming back it was taking so long and the narrative around disney was all around cuts and saving money that i did fear for the future of some of these and i would not have been shocked if some of them had never come back so i'm happy to see that they are both these and of course the ones we've heard about previously like finding nemo and indiana jones and and shows like that so that's all good news as far as i'm concerned but uh, in terms of kind of new attractions, we got confirmation. And this is something that, to be honest, I'd kind of not forgotten about, but it was nice to be reminded of it. And also it was given a, a date that feels pretty soon, all things considered. And that is Avengers Campus at Walt Disney Studios Park at Disneyland Paris. That will be opening in oh, the summer of where? next year, 2022. So this is potentially something that could be as little as sort of seven months away. I'm going to guess that it will probably be a bit deeper into summer, maybe June, July, something like that. Yeah. But still, not far away at all. And Rock I think when we were there, Josh... Avec Avengers. Yes, that is the key thing, right? The the roller, Rock and Roller Coaster re-theme, is that the biggest part of this? Yeah. And do we know at all what the re-theme is exactly? I, I think there was an assumption all this time and it, it was, was such uh, an assumption that Iron Man, right? in my head it was official that it was Iron Man but I'm not sure if that is actually confirmed or um, whether it's a bit more vague because there was talks the of it being like Marvel, Spider-Man we don't really know what it is yet do we or because um, during the um, they were going to put like cityscapes and stuff in it but then I think it is Iron Man I'm pretty sure it is anyway but it doesn't mention that anywhere here so maybe not yeah, I think everyone just kind of assumed that it would be like, well, you do the pre-show, you know, you redo the pre-show with Robert Downey Jr. or, or whatever, and then, you know, you jump on the, the ride and you keep it much the same, you just change the music, you know, you just have some Iron Maiden on there or some Black Sabbath or something like that. Yes. But um, maybe, it'll Sabbath, be, right? maybe it will be a bit different. Maybe, maybe it will have a, a kind of broader Marvel theme and they'll be relying on, like, I mean, you know, if they want to keep it as cheap as possible, they won't want to pay Robert Downey Jr. Uh, no, they want you to, could get... You know, um, if the pre-show has... they sacked from being War Machine. Get him to do it. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll probably want, you know, they'll want a C-tier or a B-tier hero, or if they use the A-tier heroes, they'll want, to keep, they'll want them all to keep their masks on so they don't have to get the actors in. And then yeah. they won't want to pay royalties for licensed music if they can avoid it. And they might just have like the Avengers score on there instead. 
and go the route that they did with like hyperspace mountain or whatever and kind of make it try and make it feel like you're in a marvel action scene rather than um you know theme it to iron man specifically and use it as an excuse to play some licensed music that evokes those movies i guess we'll have to wait and see yeah. right yeah, i must sure. admit i can't fully remember some of the other stuff that is meant to arrive as part of avengers campus at paris are we meant to get pim's test kitchen uh, as well and yes. a lot of the yeah meet and so there's a restaurant there that's well. gonna get there's a there's a restaurant there that's gonna get replaced by pim's test kitchen i'm pretty sure that was uh confirmed i think web slingers might be going in there oh okay that would be cool yeah i can't see it but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's iron man i'm not sure they haven't announced it pretty sure i've seen it right fair enough uh, yep. but yeah summer 2022 that's pretty soon are you going to be wanting to go back there yeah i think so um i really like the park when we went um i think it look i think it's going to look really great this area being rethemed to the avengers campus um i think it was a bit naff when we went this area particularly um so having it rethemed is going to be cool think yeah they had the big marvel statuettes up there was black panther and the hulk and yeah the iron man they had a and special they... event on right yeah they time. did yeah it was like the summer of superheroes or something like that but or the season of yeah. superheroes i don't know can't remember we were, we were there in september so i guess very late summer and then, yeah there was sort of a live show that was going on on at one point too which uh was okay but yeah it all felt very placeholder for sure so yeah for sure this this should be far more grand and exciting and get more people excited to go to that park including myself i would like to go back and check this out it's certainly easier to get to than california so fingers crossed everything runs to time from here on out and we can check it out next year yeah. perhaps oh here we go i found it um web slingers is coming to paris um and aerosmith is being rethemed to iron man Excellent. Well, that's yeah, decent enough lineup, I would say, to start with. We'll, we'll see where they go from uh, there. The, the Pim's Test Kitchen, yeah, Pim's test kitchen is exciting too. Some of that food uh, looks neat. I think the the land behind that is where Frozen is going to be, I believe. Yes, that does sound right. We did do as, Frozen as, is definitely coming. We did do as well a Avengers Campus trip report earlier in the year, where of course these attractions were spoken about spider-man and pim's test kitchen and some of the live entertainment at the california version so do go back you know scroll back to earlier in the year find that definitely worth a listen i would say for a taste of what you can expect if you're someone who like us is more likely to get themselves to paris than california then uh, be good it's a good insight into what you can expect once everything is done and open sometime next year uh, as well we as almost that have to go right we have oh yeah i to. I, I believe so, yes. And I would genuinely like to go, regardless of yeah. my duty to do so. Uh, so there we go. Something that is, and it's kind of mad to say this when you think about when this was announced and how long they've been working on it, something that is clearly longer you know, or further away than Avengers Campus in Paris is the Tron light cycle run at <laughs> Magic Kingdom which, as I say, has been being worked on for ages, was announced years ago, was put on 
sort of hiatus. I think they're kind of meant to be pretty much back up full steam ahead on that by now, but clearly still plenty to do because we did not get any sort of window for when this might finally open. All Josh tomorrow would tell us is that it was coming soon. Uh, there was no other yeah. indication as to when it might come. I think, as we will this talk is... about shortly, based on the fact that he did say that Guardians at Epcot will come in the summer, this would be this would put Tron at the back end of 2022 at the earliest, which is mad yeah. to think about yeah. and could well be something that they save until 2023. But we'll have to wait and see. If I had to guess, if I was a betting man, I would say it probably does just about make it for the end of next year, something similar, say, sort of similar. I know Ratatouille was kind of held up as being a, you know, a marker for the start of the anniversary celebrations, but with or without the anniversary celebrations, Disney is very busy in the, at the end of the year because of Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I wouldn't be shocked if they managed to get it out for kind of October, November, December, 2022, but still a long way. Wouldn't surprise me if it, if it is 2023. Yeah. I mean, this is taken so long that I forgot that they were, putting the uh railroad within a tunnel uh yeah but they are they that that's they've started building the tunnel for the railroad so there's that i guess yeah the the railroad thing is is mad because the railroad's great i i love the walt disney world railroad around the around the perimeter of magic kingdom and the fact that that is kind of being <laughs> it's like it's being held ransom <laughs> by by Tron, you know we're not allowed to go back on the railroad until Tron's finished. I mean, this is not fair. How dare you keep yeah. the train from me because you can't be asked to finish the Tron coaster? It's ridiculous. Absolute madness. It really is. Not uh, open for the fiftieth anniversary. It's, it's, it's uh, unacceptable. Uh, yes, well, I'd run it through the middle of the construction site. Sod it. <laughs> yeah. All jokes aside, it is truly quite astonishing that the railroad is 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 being left in this state and that tron is not open i mean it, the whole situation is is really quite baffling to me when you consider the, the the pretty quick turnaround you've seen on other big roller coaster projects at other parks which were from the ground up by the way like hagrid and velocicoaster these were not rides that you had a template for these were brand new constructions that they got up and running fairly quickly all things considered and this is something that they've they've had the blueprint for from another park and as i say they announced it ages ago they've been working on it for ages i i think you know covid or not you're approaching the point where it's fair to say it's yeah in this weird thing park bubble in which we operate and obviously everything sounds like a massive overreaction but within the context of this thing, part bubble, it is bordering on unacceptable that this thing is in the state that it's in, to be perfectly honest. I mean, it's kind of mad that it's not done yet and it's nowhere near being done. It's true. Walt wouldn't have it, you know? Walt wouldn't, wouldn't. have it. No. Maybe they're, maybe they're oh, saving yeah. it for the Bob Iger world re-theme and it's, they're not, it's not going to be Tron anymore. And they got to the point where it's like, well, there's no point going too far down the track with this because we're re-theming it to the wonderful world of bob anyway yeah big fan of uh, the wonderful world of bob absolutely it's bob's world we're just living in it yeah and consistently being ripped off anyway 
As I mentioned, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, the similarly long-awaited roller coaster project, this one at Epcot. This one will be opening in the summer of 2022. Uh, we got a new poster for this, a promotional poster, which I have to say, a pretty banging poster. I mean, Guardians, I think, whether it's the movies or the albums or the comics or the game, which I just finished, by the way, and is excellent. Uh, I did not oh, nice. expect to enjoy that nearly as much as I did. Really, really good. Uh, Guardians always seems to deliver some pretty cool wall art, you know, if you'd like to decorate your the rooms of your house with, with Marvel stuff. The Guardians posters, I feel, are like a league above pretty much all other yeah, Marvel posters. Yeah, they're pretty posters. strong. And, uh, you know, the, the posters that have started to emerge for Spider-Man No Way Home have reminded me of that fact, because the Spider-Man, the Marvel, the MCU Spider-Man posters, and I don't know who to blame for this. Is it Sony that is responsible for the marketing of this, or is it? Is it I don't know. Whoever's responsible, they've done a terrible job for all three Spider-Man movies. The posters have been consistently trash. And there's a there's a Daily Bugle TikTok channel now, though. Oh, that sounds fun. Have they got J.K. Simmons doing stuff on there? I might need to check uh, that out. J.K. Simmons has one, and um, I'm not sure what her name is, but the girl that used that was on the uh, high school news channel is now the unpaid intern at the Daily Bugle, so she's like the main uh, host. Oh, okay, that's quite funny. That's yeah. quite good. I am looking forward to that film, but it's not because of the posters. And I wish the posters were... I don't actually have any... Sp- I'm a massive Spider-Man fan. I have no Spider-Man representation on my wall here, Josh. So how do how do I know I'm a Spider-Man fan? You know what I mean? It's uh, true. So th- I, I, br- I would never know no, that you like Spider-Man. Not. No. Uh, and, you know, with uh, great characters and popular characters comes great responsibility to deliver banging posters so if someone could sort that out that would be much appreciated yeah edgar wright managed it with uh last night in soho so why can't sony and marvel manage it with spider-man exactly exactly but speaking of this cosmic rewind poster i don't know if you've seen it but i thought it was interesting how prominent rocket was on the poster seems to suggest you know if we if we're to take anything from that poster that may suggest that he is the big character, the, the biggest character, the main character, the big trees, which you know, um, rodents taking over Epcot. Josh, I don't know how you feel about that. We've got Remy ru- ruling the roost in the world showcase, and now we're going to have Rocket Raccoon running things in in Future World. I'm not sure about this at all. No, Mickey's Mickey needs to get the boys down, <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw, throw around some muscle and uh. I mean, Florida has enough of a raccoon problem that maybe this was maybe this is just the natural end game to have raccoons run in the theme parks. This, this is the uprising, is it? Too long yeah. have uh, the raccoons been oppressed by uh, Big Mickey. Yeah, absolutely. They're done knocking your bins over at your holiday homes in the early hours of the of the morning. They're now yeah. going to run the theme parks. There's nothing you can do about it. Now, this time, the mouse has met his match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, will Rocket be the main character on this? I don't know. I mean, we wait to see, you know, when it comes to the storytelling on this ride, and we're led to believe that, that the story will be kind of a big a big thing here. It's not going to be all about just thrills for the sake of thrills. And James Gunn has said that they have been, they have filmed the the scenes for cosmic rewind while they've been they've started filming guardians 3 and while they've been doing that they have done the ride scenes so they're clearly all involved um but Mm. i wonder i think you know how prominent certain characters are will kind of depend on 
is the storytelling all screen based or do they do animatronics and models and if they do then you would expect that they would be rocket and Groot, if anyone and maybe just rocket but of course they've done rocket already in california for the um mission breakout so perhaps um they can replicate Groot's what they've done a major, there. major part of that ride as well mm, yeah i think those you know if you're going to do animatronic guardians those two make the most sense right uh yeah i guess baby Groot. yeah um is he a baby yeah, no he might, other, he might not be a baby by now right well it depends when this is set i suppose i guess yeah. he would be on the poster right i don't have it up in front of me at I, the moment. I guess it'd be teenage group right is he uh, is he, is he teenage group teenage group in two was he or no in avengers endgame right he was he was teenage group by the time that um by the time that uh yeah the, oh here we go oh he's out he's fully he looks fully grown Groot to me on the cosmic rewind poster uh other other points of significance here josh drax has a shirt on he's not topless he has a vest oh yeah he has a he has a uh like a zip up uh like a gilet style yeah gilet drax a few tweaks to the character designs here, which I'm I'm here for actually. I I think I'm ready for adult Groot again. You know, he looks he in, looks very old in this in the, in the movies looks, as well. Yeah, he looks quite he looks quite um, weathered in this uh, poster. Yeah, yeah, he does a bit. Groot, this Groot has seen some stuff. Yeah, he has. He has. He's. Uh, Watching Tron being built has, has aged him. Or waiting for this to be built <laughs> as well, having said that. God, yeah. Uh, not only will the Guardians presumably be involved in this, but Glenn Close is back as well as Nova Prime. I don't think Glenn Close was in the... Did Glenn Close die in the first movie? No, I don't think she did. But she wasn't in the second one from what I remember. I must admit, I my memory of the second Guardians film is a little hazy. Uh, but I don't. I, I think maybe she did survive. I'm just. I'm. I'm just kind of wondering, like, based on the fact that it's adult Groot, might that imply that this is set around the time of Guardians One, or it, it feels like this is being built since Guardians One. So yeah, yeah. Or 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 does this imply that Groot is an adult again in Guardians Three? It's it's one of the two, I suppose. Yeah, I have to wait to see. Say. Yeah. Uh, we also got some co- concept art of the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion, which will be uh, kind of the queue area and the pre-show stuff. So that's fun. And I, I would assume like the collector as a character and, and his whole thing is kind of the perfect setup for a gift shop at the end, I guess. Uh, yeah, wasn't that where they were? Isn't that where uh, well, I guess the collector's... Ride. Is the collector dead? He died, right? Thanos killed him. Uh, yeah, but was has he's back though, right? Is he? I guess. Is he or back? Is that, was I, I, I he didn't get snapped sure though, quite... did he? He just got choked out, I thought, or murdered. There's that bit in Infinity War where, right? Yeah, where they snapped, they rock up to nowhere, and Thanos is there and kind of fools everyone with his fancy stone yes. tricks. And I think he's killed yeah. the collector by that point. So, so if you so if you get killed, that's it. You're just dead. I think. If, yeah, I think. I think that's the so like people who died in Infinity War and Endgame, uh, 
you know, irrespective of the snap, I believe are dead anyway. But uh, you know, multiverse right. and all that stuff, Josh. Who who knows? Who's who's really dead anymore? Yeah, it's true. Um, cause I I was never quite sure whether they brought everyone because they just brought everyone back, right? That that got snapped. Snap, cause it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but people who people who died, we are led to believe are dead. So like Black Widow and Gamora. But of course, then Gamora just came back from different timeline yeah but or, they you know, died past gamora in they died from uh that thing right of the the uh that weird planet yes so i'm not sure whether that because i always thought that just had different rules but cause, who knows you know you're making a fake choice right i so. think they're dead but like i said there's there's form for bringing people back Especially for something as important as a theme park ride. So they want yeah, the collector it's, it's... to sell you merchandise. Be damned if he's dead. Bring him back. Well, that's the thing. Because obviously he's, his whole... The, the Tower of Terror replacement at California is in the collector's house, right? The collector's tower. Mm. So, um, you know, that's a good thing about theme parks. People live in this constant stasis of... Uh, of uh, being alive <laughs> yes indeed uh, sort of theme park adjacent stuff from D23 uh, we got confirmation of uh, some TLC for downtown Disney in Disneyland which I, I, I'm sure people over there will appreciate they, they may well have been looking over at Disney Springs for a few years here with with some envy because I must say Disney Springs is really quite nice I remember going there for a, i think a year or two where it was under construction at various stages and you know it was kind of hard to get a sense for what this was going to look like by the end but i think i've been to florida twice since it was finished and it's 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 a nice experience i i do like it i do like what they've done with it it is very it's visually very it's a appealing. much nicer experience than Definitely. downtown disney for me yes Disney Springs, as yeah, far as I can sure. tell, has probably, you know, that's probably boosted footfall there because of what a nice job they did with the renovation over the course of a number of years. It feels more upmarket now, doesn't it? You know, it feels like a nicer shopping yeah. experience. Like, it's been gentrified. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> gentrified downtown Disney. Nothing is safe. <laughs> and then the other bit of sort of theme park adjacent news, I guess, from this that I thought we'd better mention is that he showed off the quote-unquote real lightsaber that is going to be yeah. uh, in some way part of the galactic star cruiser hotel or cruise at disney world and, and to me this just uh reaffirmed the fact that you know if anyone was dreaming that this might be something that guests get to play with or perhaps even buy uh, this does not look like that at all this looks like a very fragile expensive experimental piece of kit that i think will solely be used in like show settings for trained acting professionals yeah i mean it's, it's fundamentally um some uh tape measures right with some f that are made out of fancy material basically it does look very convincing though you know it's very it's very good yeah because i mean those those 
expensive lightsabers that you've been able to buy forever. I always remember looking at them enviously on QVC when I was a kid, you know, <laughs> when my mum and dad still used to use QVC at Christmas time. I would remember yeah. staying up and they'd have like the toy hour at 10 o'clock at night for some reason. And it was just these like man children playing around with expensive Lego and they'd sometimes have the you know, 150 quid lightsabers and they'd turn the lights off in the studio and turn them on and you'd just be like, oh my God, these are amazing. And, you know, the ones they sell at Galaxy's Edge are pretty akin to that. Uh, but yeah, this looks even, but obviously those only really, the illusion of those only really work fully in the in the dark. Uh, whereas these yes. look like they could potentially convince you in, 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 in other settings. They do oh yeah, these look impressive whatever the lighting yeah beyond that you know there was just bits and pieces really that he sort of touched on stuff that you know other stuff that had been previously announced but not in as grandiose way as he did for say cosmic rewind where it almost felt a little bit like a re-announcement such was the you know stuff that they showed and talked about you know there was enough there that it almost felt like a a kind of coming out party for that ride like like a second announcement whereas other stuff mm. was more like hey yeah remember this stuff we're still doing it so like frozen land in hong kong disneyland they showed some new concept art for that looks very pretty but you know we wait to see how that turns out exactly competition yeah. obviously is very fierce in uh in asia now when it comes to theme parks so they they do have to deliver with that and they gave a little bit more information as well about what exactly they're doing with the Finding Nemo musical at Animal Kingdom. And it sounds like those changes are going to be a bit more elaborate. It's not just a case of bringing it back as it was before the pandemic. It does sound like it's going to be a, a kind of different a different show. So I'll be interested to oh, see how that turns out. It It sounds like rather than it be set during the timeline of Finding Nemo, um, strictly, this might take cues from Finding Dory, which I still I've never seen, and uh, I don't know whether is it is that good. Have you seen Finding Dory? I, I quite like Finding Dory. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't say I was massively hyped on Finding Nemo. Not like I mean, I I do very much enjoy Finding Nemo. Don't get me wrong, but um, I I would not say this one was particularly worse. Um, I think it's decent enough. You know, I, I'm kind of with you there. I remember quite vividly, even though I was only like 10 or 11 at the time that Finding Nemo came out, I was aware enough of how amazing the response to it was. And I, I remember at the time thinking, oh, yeah, this was it's fine, but it's it's not, you know, it's not Toy Story, you know. It's not, it's, it's not Mon even Monsters, Inc., you know. It's not it's not getting to that level. So, But I have not seen Finding no. Nemo in a very long time. So maybe I should watch it with a an older pair of eyes. Maybe I'll appreciate oh, it more. Maybe. But that's kind maybe of... Maybe we need kids. Maybe that's it. That's kind of, Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's kind of your lot, I think, from D23. And uh, with that... Yeah, the important I, stuff. I, I think we shall take leave here. And uh, hopefully you've been able to listen to this podcast, listeners, and I've been able to put something together with the Voice Memos app. <laughs> <laughs> if not you know uh it was a great episode r.i.p uh 
if you enjoyed this week's episode, then we will, of course, be back next week. And you can make sure you don't miss it by subscribing on your preferred podcasting app of choice. Of course, you can also find every episode at parkrush.com. Elsewhere, you can hit us up by email, podcast at parkrush.com or on the Twitters at Parkrush Podcast. That's where Josh is going to be getting in touch with all those brands and uh, getting some yep, sponsorship deals for my audio editing software needs. Speaking of Josh being online, he's very online on YouTube with Beastly D in Florida. It continues. It is a great show. Maybe. I highly recommend you check it out. Park Rush on YouTube is where you can find that. And we are planning to, at some point over the next few weeks, do a little bit more video game streaming uh, this side of Christmas at twitch.tv slash parkrush. Some of the stuff on our list includes, of course, that very fine-looking Magic Kingdom adventure uh, in Minecraft. So hopefully we can check that out pretty soon and you'll be able to watch along with us. But until next time, take it easy out there, everybody. Be aware of the Omicron. Get that booster if you haven't already and stay safe and well. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.